Hey everyone, I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Revis, and we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today. Hey there, hottie. Oh, stop. (laughs) There it is. I needed a good (laughs) Megan giggle. That smile. You guys, it's... uh, been a rough couple of days and we'll dive into that here in the episode later on in the episode. Um, but what, but, but total part of our theme of our podcast, what has been good despite a couple of rough days, Megan, what has been good for you? Um, okay. So I was thinking about this. So, you know, it's getting hotter here in Tejas temperatures are arising and I don't know about you, but I, I swell in hot weather, like my body, you know, you like, I thought you, know, you were like, going to say sweat, which no, yes. I mean, I do sweat. Yeah. I mean, like we get all nice and nasty here. It's not like, what do you, what do people call it? They, they glisten. I don't glisten, <laughs> <laughs> but in the hot weather, I just like my fingers get just swellier, swellier. Is that a word? And my feet, you know, all of that. Well, so my good is that I have a, um, backup wedding ring that fits my swelled fingers and I love it. And I'm so thankful for it. Every time we're coming up on hot weather, I know it sounds so weird, but (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I did not know a backup wedding ring is a thing. It is for me. I have actually two backup wedding rings. So I have my main one and one of the prongs I actually just noticed broke on it. And so that's another reason why I'm really thankful for my backup ring because I got to go get it fixed. But I have a diamond ring, another diamond ring that was my parents' diamond and my mom's wedding band when they were married because they divorced when I was like a year old. And my mom gave me that ring and I had it reset and it's just a really simple ring. I actually have it on right now. Simple little band with a diamond, a couple diamonds in it. That's from them being married, but it's a whole, it's almost a whole size bigger than my regular band. So it fits really great in the summer. (laughs) Your summertime. (laughs) It's my summertime ring, summer diamond ring. And then my other backup, I have those, um, Oh, you know, those those flexible, you know, like rings. the silicone, yes. the silicone ones. I okay. love those. That's those what are, Logan has. Yeah, those are awesome. I mean, Ben has he's lost some wedding rings before when we lived in Florida, actually, at the beach. And so he has a he doesn't have that, but he has a much cheaper one than the first one we got him. So I don't wear my ring to the beach. And then Logan, um, he hasn't lost his original band, but he lost weight. And so oh. his original band doesn't fit him. Yeah. So he has some of so those. He needs the opposite. <laughs> he needs the skinny <laughs> wedding band where I need the bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. What's your good? Well, um, I am really stinking excited about this. Our shop is open on our website. That is my good for this week. We are celebrating. We are excited for you guys to see our new merchandise. So make sure you check out our website, themegspodcast.com and like go shop your little heart out. Like I've already got my cart full of most of the items on there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be real honest. I have most of the items on there. So uh, that's my good that we were able to accomplish and launch that. And yeah, we have some items that are, you know, brand specific where we've got it saying squeeze the good or the Meg's podcast, but then we have some of their just fun sayings that we love. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll probably launch some summer items too. So be on the lookout. We got more coming even. I'm basically just going to live on our website for the next <laughs> few weeks. I love it. (laughs) Well, we have something else really good for you guys. Megan, do you want to tell them about one of our episode sponsors? Yes. It's Be There Box. Y'all, if you haven't 
visited this website, you need to, because I love the heart and the mission behind Be Their Box. They are truly rooted in the belief that it is so important to show up for the people you love when they're going through something hard. I feel like I could have used a Be Their Box this week, We right? definitely <laughs> could have used a Be Their Box this week for sure. But it is the owner, she founded it uh, because she had a best friend that went through a miscarriage, which is heartbreaking. And she was three states away and couldn't be there with her. And so this whole idea formed for her. And so Be There Box is a box that you can go on their website, betherebox.com, and you can, they have theme boxes that you can choose that you can mail to a friend and encourage them, love on them when they're going through something hard and you can't be there. All the boxes have items made um, from the USA and their local makers, which is even more exciting because they support small businesses. And you can even have a handwritten note put inside this box, which I think is pretty cool. I think that's one of my favorite things. It just makes an extra personalized touch. Like their whole heart behind it is um, being there when you can't be there. That's right. So if you guys go to betherebox.com, you can use the code LEMONLOVE. I love that. Lemon love and get 15% off your first box. So we will include those in the show notes for y'all. But seriously, if you have a friend going through something, get them a be there box today. So I want to jump back into this going through something. We went through, we went through something this Mm -hmm. week. It was tough and we won't get like too specific because that's not our heart. We're not in the business of like, calling people out or anything. We definitely like to handle things, you know, privately. Um, but just a little thing happened for us on social media and we knew that it was probably coming because we're putting ourselves out there. Right. Mm -hmm. We we knew what we were kind of getting into. Um, it's just made us really sad. I think it hurt our feelings, uh, that, um, it even happened. So we were definitely in the, uh, there was a day where I think we were both just discouraged. Yep. Just feeling a little defeated. Like we knew that this was our heart and our passion and and we're trying to put our talents into this podcast and making it happen. Let me just say this social media is hard, right? This is something that we have a lot of discussions about. It is a, I don't mean, I don't even think I would call it a love hate relationship because I just, I struggle with the love side of it because I feel like I know that there is good and I want to be the good on social media, but I get so discouraged by how heated people can be and, you know, comments that they leave. And it's, um, it's pretty discouraging. Yeah. But we're not going to let that set us back, right? Nope. Not doing it. We're going to keep our chin up. We're moving forward. And that was really kind of squeeze the good this week is just trying to remind ourselves that we are here to encourage women. That is our whole heart behind this. We know that life is going to like throw lemons at us (laughs) sometimes. They're going to be pretty sour sometimes. Yeah, but we really believe it's important to even out of that sourness, try and find something good, even if it's something small. And for us, it's just to keep doing what we're doing because we believe in it. And Megan is incredibly talented at this gig. (laughs) I just say that I'm the like comedic (laughs) relief. This got us thinking just in us discussing what we went through this week, this got us thinking about our talents, how we are using them, what that means to us. Uh, We talked also about fear of failure and facing adversity and what that looks like and how we can overcome those things. So we did a lot of like deep kind of soul searching and discussion this week. Megan, your pastor, actually, I think it was about a year ago, had an incredible uh, word or I guess sermon that really spoke to you regarding people using their talents. Yeah. His whole, um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but the idea of it was don't die before you die. I know that sounds kind of morbid, but if you actually sit to take a minute and think about it, it's don't 
not use all the gifts that you have and kind of internally die and not give yourself life that, um, and doing things that you've, you're created and naturally can do. Don't let those die. Don't put those to bed. Don't not use those and miss out on the opportunity of, um, really breathing life into some of those talents before you actually do die. Like we don't know when our last day is. And so we really need to take advantage of every moment that we do have here and, and just living into those talents. I love that. And my pastor recently very recently actually spoke on in his sermon about using your gifts and talents too, but really how you have to step outside of your comfort zone. And these are his words. So I want to give a shout out to uh, TJ at Coastal Community Church because these are his exact, (laughs) these are his exact words. And I want to make sure he gets the credit for it, but stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping into your calling Mm. That like, I literally like, I'm usually kind of sitting forward so I can pay attention because I'm ADD. I think I sat all the way back after he said that, like, it was one of those, like, did you want to stand up and give a big, uh, amen. (laughs) Let me tell you, there are people in the church that kind of do that. I'm always afraid that I'm going to do it at the wrong time. Like I'm going to be the only one, you know, like the person that slow claps at the wrong time. Oh, totally. I'm afraid I'm going to be the amener like at the wrong time where it's just totally inappropriate. Everybody just looks. So I don't, I don't say anything, but I sat back. It was just such a powerful statement um, that he was saying, stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping into your calling. I think a lot of times we associate our talents and our callings to this like comfort level. Oh, like we're good at it. So it'll probably be easy. Hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Wrong. Not true at all. I mean, and that's, I think that's probably what I struggle with so much. I, I have, I don't say this in a, a braggy way, but I just have a lot of random things that I can do and, and that I, you know, are talents for me. And I struggle because I don't know which one I should do, or I think, oh, because I can do this, if I apply it in any way, then it should just be an easy thing that automatically comes together and happens. And it's not like that at all. I mean, even stepping out in the, in this podcast is hard. Like it's hard work. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize like, you know, I think they just assume like we get on in front of a microphone in front of this recording and it just like magically happens. There are hundreds of things. Well, sometimes it magically happens, (laughs) (laughs) but there are hundreds of things that are going on behind the scenes to keep this going, to make it work. And those are all talents that you have. Some of them I have, but it's, it does take a lot of work. I think this Uh, this whole idea of what your pastor said, you know, don't die before you die. Like let's live it out. Even if it's hard, Mm -hmm. like put those multiple talents to use in some capacity. So this got me to thinking, what are we holding ourselves back from? And I came up with usually what's holding somebody back is fear of failure. Like they don't want to fail. They don't want to be rejected or a fear of like facing adversity, like going, actually going through all the way through something really hard and coming out on the other side. For some people, they can't even envision that. So they don't even try because they don't even want to go through the hard. Right. Right. Yeah. So those were the three things that I think keep people back from using their talents and, and real, you know quote unquote, dying before they die is those three main things. And so then I was like, how can we help people overcome that? And not to say we're any kind of perfect example. We're not, we're still learning and working through it. But I do think at times we've been able to address those and go, okay, how are we going to overcome that? You know, what are we going to do next? Um, I, and I, I hope it's okay that I share about years ago in Texas when we had a, it was a 
a large kind of dinner gala event that we Mm -hmm. did for a hospital in honor of um, Bennett, your son that had passed away, which we talk about on multiple episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, pause this one. (laughs) Go (laughs) Go listen listen to the story, then come on back. (laughs) Go listen to Bennett's episodes. Um, But I felt really called to do kind of a fundraiser charity event. Mm -hmm. And when I think about kind of going through something hard and facing adversity, those years are the first thing that pop into my head, the years that we did this event. Um, When I first started talking to people about, hey, I want to do something to help kids and help families and to help this hospital and in memory and honor of Bennett, it was like a passion that wasn't going away. I knew it was a true calling and I could not ignore it. And, um, I was told all kinds of awful things. I was laughed at. Uh, I was told it would never be successful. It it wouldn't be as successful as I was even hoping or dreaming that it would be. Um, I was told I was not an event planner because at the time I was a licensed insurance agent and that is what my day job was. Um, so I was told I wasn't a good leader. I had a committee that I was working with. It was a whole team effort, but multiple times I was told I was How not a crushing good was that to hear that kind of feedback before you even got started? Uh, it was, but, uh, one of the things that I was going to mention, even in just kind of overcoming some of those adversities and whatever you guys are facing out there, adversities is I was really surrounded with one of the best support teams Mm -hmm. and they are really who held me up during those times. They were my cheerleaders and saying, Hey, we believe in this. We believe in you. And, um, it was my husband, my best friend, and then our committee chairs. Uh, they believed in it and they're with their whole heart too. And I think without them, it would not have been successful. I think I would have given into that. Yeah, I think that Meg, you hit it on the head. If 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 we're going, if we're stepping out in faith and we're going to go like lean into something we feel really called to do, we've got to have a team with us that's loving us on the sidelines, whether they're with us to actually do it or just cheering us on on the sidelines. That is an absolute must. So if you are starting something new, you have to find your cheerleaders because it is the world is, I think that they, the natural tendency is that we hear the negative a lot louder than we hear the positive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't constantly have that positive speaking into our ears, we can get really discouraged and then we get stuck and then we never move forward in our calling because of that fear that you talked about. Right. And so I'm so glad that you had those cheerleaders, you know, just to help move you forward and speak truth into you that canceled out all the negativity. Yeah. And there was, those were some of the initial obstacles. So when you're starting something new, there's going to be obstacles all along the way. There's going to be peaks and valleys. There's going to be celebrations and hard times all along the way. And so it, it was like, I overcame, you know, those initial obstacles, just a lot of, I would say almost disbelief. Like people are like, wait, what are you wanting to do? Like, how are you going to pull this off? That kind of thing. Surrounding myself with a team was that was like, no, we see your vision too. So I think that's another thing is having people believe in, you know, not only were they my cheerleaders, but having a team that believes in what you're doing as much as you do. The that mission. was mm-hmm. the mission, right? So that was huge too. And I liked what you said about having a mix because I really did looking back I had people that were very involved with the event and helping, you know, be a part of actually making it into fruition, but also kind of protecting me. But then I had other cheerleaders that were just my cheerleaders. You know, they weren't necessarily working on the event, but man, they were in my inner circle. Just literally there were times where I would just be sobbing over something discouraging that I was told, and they were just holding me up. So I would say surround yourself with a mix of, of both. 
But here's the thing is that sometimes your calling is to be the cheerleader. Oh, Megan, that's so good. You know, we're not always all called to go start XYZ or go do this or go do that. Sometimes our biggest calling is to be that encourager in that that cheerleader in somebody's life that you see really, really needs it. Like you are that for me. I know we work together. You're more than just a sideline cheerleader. We do this together, but I couldn't do this without your encouragement and you've got this and you can do it. And so I think that knowing that sometimes that's actually the best thing that you can do for somebody is if you have a friend or a loved one going and starting something be the positive commenter on their social media posts, be the ones that stick up for them, be the ones that are there for them speaking good into their ears. I love that. And I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Friends, we've got a few more juicy deals for you today. Yes. The first is castles and cruises travel with Brooke Hales. Seriously, you guys, summer is just around the corner and we're starting to make vacation plans, but we know it can get so overwhelming on where to go, what to do. Are you getting the best rate? Brooke is here to do all your planning and take the stress out of your vacation at get this no extra cost to you. Oh my goodness. That is pretty awesome. (laughs) I think so too. She's a travel expert that specializes in Disney and Universal, but can literally plan a vacation anywhere in the world to meet your needs and budget. She'll get you the best deals and manage all the details so you don't have to. You can email Brooke today to get your vacation plan for the summer at Brooke, that's B-R-O-O-K-E, at castlesandcruisestravel.com. We've got it linked for you in the show notes or on our website at themegspodcast.com. Her clients all love her and we know you will too. Okay. And our next juicy deal for you guys is with Gab Wireless. They have smartphones that are safe for your kids. My son has had this phone for over a year now, and we absolutely love it. He gets to call and text his friends. There's a camera, Bluetooth, GPS, and so many other features. But more importantly, I know he's staying safe and protected on his cell phone. So go to gabwireless.com, that's G-A-B-B, and use the promo code THEMEGS for $30 off your purchase. I promise your kids will love you for getting them a phone and you'll know they're staying safe. The other thing that I wanted to kind of touch on something that was said to me and it stuck with me, maybe in a good way and in a bad way is, um, I was, somebody said, well, you're just a mom. Hmm. You're just a mom. Like what a slap in the face. I, I wish, you know, if it, were appropriate. It's not, but wish I could have like, I don't know, clapped back at them something. <laughs> yeah. Slapped them across the face. Um, so I'm here to speak to all of you guys out there listening, mom or maybe dad or whoever, you're not just a somebody. Mm, yeah. Okay. And you're not just stuck in one career. I know you may feel stuck or maybe it's not a career, maybe just stuck in general. Don't believe that lie. All right. Like I'm here to tell you, you can do it. You are more than just a, Mm. you are so much more than that. Um, when I heard that, I just took a step back again, went to kind of my cheerleading team, but I also just wanted to take time to figure out, okay, I have this big dream, this big vision. How is this actually going to happen? And um, I came up just with a few things. Obviously, we're very vocal about our faith on this podcast, you know, not every episode, but it's important to us. I spent time praying. So whether that's praying or just taking some time to meditate on and just getting in a quiet place and thinking through talk to friends and family, see what kind of information they might have about something that you're fixing to start or encouragement. What can they breathe into it too? But I think just taking some time up front to go, okay, getting all your thoughts and ideas in order, which is hard for me. I am a like, let's just go Mm -hmm. do it. 
Yes, right? you are a let's just go do it girl. <laughs> so, Which sometimes is really important and needed, you know, that you don't, cause I'm a, I get stuck in the planning and details girl. And then I never know how to put that first foot forward. So I think that those are the personalities that you need even in your life. So if you're the detailed one, you need somebody that's going, Mm-mm, don't stay in those details all day, girl, like get out of there. And so then you if you're that. Yeah. And then if you're like you, where you're like, let's go do it, let's make it happen. You need somebody in your life. That's like, hold up. Let's, let's figure a few things out before we like jump all in just to make sure that we know what we're doing. Yeah. So just taking, uh, some time to sort through those dreams, those ideas, even writing down, I think this is super healthy, write down your list of talents, write down who you are. Are you kind hearted? Write that down. Put that on a sticky note in front of your mirror. You know, when you're brushing your teeth, you read, I am a kind person. I am really a talented singer. I am. I am whatever. not a talented singer. <laughs> I am not either. I'm not I either. stick to the car and the, the shower, shower. And that is like, as far as it goes, <laughs> put that put that sticky note where you're going to see it and, and, and read that into your heart, like read it over and over. So Ben and I actually just had this conversation. I don't know, maybe a week ago. Um, cause I struggle with what am I called to? I fall more in the bucket of feeling like it needs to be one thing, even though I want to challenge myself that I can do multiple things. Like, like you said, I'm not just a mom. I can do that and so many other things. Um, but we had this conversation about kind of dialing it down to figure out what your natural bent and personality is. And so an exercise that he actually did with me is he said, okay, I want you to think back to, I mean, as far back as you can think, and what are some accomplishments that you had or things that you do did that just made you feel good. Like it was just a memory that you have that just stands above the others. And what was it about that memory that makes it stand out and makes it so important to you? And so we started, I started just kind of spouting some things out over the years. I mean, I could remember a silly project all the way back in elementary school that I did. And that's funny. Aww. I made this, um, oh, uh, what do you call those, uh, diorama, you know, oh, things, uh-huh. but it was huge. It was like life-size diorama. I don't know of a panda bear. I have no idea Aww. the context of what I was doing. <laughs> I'm sure it was some research project as a fifth grader, but I made this huge diorama of this panda bear and this panda cub and bamboo and all of these, these things. And it's a memory for me of great accomplishment. And so we kind of just talked through some of those and then what are natural themes that we could see in all of my stories. And that, so that's a really good exercise to sit down and write out, just, just start writing them out. What are some things that stand out that you've done that brought you joy and then see where those themes are. And it doesn't have to be a quick process. Me no. and my brain, I would want it to be like a one day thing. Like, okay, let's write it all out. Take few weeks, like, and as things pop into your head, write those down. So take a little bit of time. And I needed to hear that too. Cause again, I'm a fast pace. Let's get the show on the road type deal. So after you write down some of your talents and just encouragement that are feeding your soul, that are feeding your passion for whatever you're going to pursue and whatever you're overcoming. There's more writing. I know y'all won't love that. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be writing. Maybe it's even if you wanted to do some kind of voice memo, but it is literally game planning. Like Mm -hmm. then getting your team together if it requires a team, but game planning together. This is how you would really make something happen and start. That is the next step. You have to have a short-term game plan and a long-term game plan. Yep. And if you're anything like me and all of your best ideas happen in the shower where kids aren't bothering you and bugging you, go order it on Amazon. My husband got it for me. It's literally like a notepad that you can keep in your shower and the pages don't ruin. It's like a waterproof notepad 
and a pencil and it's got those suction cups and you can stick it in your shower because I have all the ideas in the shower and then I have no way to write them and then I forget them by the time I get out. Go get that. Mine is the, that's awesome. Mine Mm -hmm. is the car. When I'm driving in the car, I have music playing. I don't know. It just gets my creative for whatever reason. Now the kids can't be in the car with me. It's when I'm in the car by myself, I've got music playing and I'm just thinking and I can't write on a notepad. (laughs) So I usually call Megan. I know I usually, I usually call Megan and I'm like, Hey, write this down. I'm driving. Here's my next idea. Um, but just give yourself freedom, whether it's your, just you or you and your team to have a few days where you're just spouting off ideas and thoughts and, and dreams and goals, short-term plans, long-term plans. And then after that's all out, then your team can start organizing it, you know, really making, mapping it out. What does this look like? I would even go as far as saying, writing down some potential obstacles, getting, this is the preparedness in me, right? Getting prepared for future obstacles, right? Yeah. So if you talk through it ahead of time, you know, like, Hey, what are some things that, all right, we've already kind of gotten over a little bit of the, you know, fear of failure and fear of some, you know, hitting, you know, going through adversity and we're starting this thing or I'm doing this now what? And you're game planning, you've, you know, got your team plan out some things that you might, they might not never happen. I hope that they don't, but if you've got a game plan in place, if your team is on the same page, then you know what to do. I think it's a little bit, it lessens the blow of whatever obstacle. Right. I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts? No, on that I agree with that. I think that that's actually a good word because kind of like this week in social media for us, you know, it, we knew that one of our biggest obstacles could be just negative comments about things that we talk about, things that we, um, you know, put out there and, but we, it still hurts, but we're prepared for it, you know, cause we knew that that would be something that we were going to come across. And so I think that that's a really great idea. I'm not a preparer, but you are. And so that's what I love I, about you. I think about like contingency plans in my head, like, okay, worst case scenario, here's what we do. Second worst case scenario. <laughs> here's what we do. So, um, you know, having those game plans, getting your vision and your dream mapped out. And again, I recommend a short-term and a long-term. The next thing I would say, and this is actually, I think, a talent of mine, and I'm not trying to brag, but it's hard for me to figure out what my talents are. This is one that I think in the last few years I've been able to identify Mm -hmm. is starting something. Oh, for sure. That is a talent of yours. So pick one or two things to do a week that will move you forward Mm -hmm. in your goal. Even if it's small, just as long as you're moving forward, taking one step or two steps, picking one or two things a week to move you closer to your dreams and pursuing your talents and using those talents. I love that. You know, kind of starting, actually starting something. But then I think another important part of that is that once you do, and you might be talking about this, Meg, in a minute, but once you do get things accomplished that are on your list that you've wanted to do, you cross them off and you celebrate them. You know, you celebrate those wins, even if they're really small. I mean, you and I just (laughs) had this conversation uh, earlier this week and I have this huge board in my office that has all of my ideas on it. Cause I, I love ideas. I'm an idea generator. I got to put it down. Not all of them are awesome. Probably most of them aren't, but we still write them all down. And then you said, okay, Megan, which ones have we already done? I was like, oh yeah, we actually have already done some of these things. And you said, okay, 
remove them, like put them on a totally separate list, checked off, done, accomplished. And then let's refill that idea board with more new ideas. And I love that. Like that spoke into me so much of, yeah, if we've got a list of 10 ideas and we have two already accomplished, let's go fill those two ideas back up. So we always have new ideas that we're thinking through. Yeah. I'm not one to, and me and Logan talk about this too, because I think sometimes it drives him crazy um, because it is a, for me, it's a fine line of contentment and dreaming big. Yeah. I am the type of person that I'm always going and moving forward and I'm thinking and have ideas. And so, yeah, our idea board, we're not leaving that blank. Yes, we're going to cross things off and we're going to celebrate those accomplishments, but we're going to fill that spot back up with something new. I have to be careful though, that I'm not filling things in there just for lack of contentment, you know, taking a moment to go and live in the moment. Look what we did. Like, this is awesome. I'm so proud of that. And really soaking that in and instead of it being a, oh, I'm not happy with this. Let's do something else. Let's do something bigger. So I have to keep my heart a little bit in check just to make sure that it is coming from a place of like, yep, we're moving forward. This is exciting. This is great. I'm so proud of what we accomplished instead of a, okay, check that off. And what else is going to make me happy? It's, it can't be that way. Okay. So I have something super practical right now. Cause you know me, I'm all, I like all the yeah. tips tips and tricks and all of that, that people can walk away and go, Oh, I like that. I want to use that. So Ben, my husband is, um, he is a very, I mean, he's got a really cool mind and thinking through things and he's like master charter. He, (laughs) he does lots of charts. He's a good visionary planner, but he can dial it down to and help you really think through things. So he gave me this chart that, um, I think anybody listening to this that has ideas on a board somewhere, and you don't know which idea to move forward with now, first, second, third, I think this is going to be helpful to you. So this chart, it's, um, four boxes. Okay. Two on top, two on bottom makes a little grid, right? And on top you have your, um, low impact and y'all, I can, put a picture of this on our website, like in our show notes and stuff, a link to it. Cause if you're anything like me, I'm super visual and me even saying this might be confusing, but you'll find it there. So on one side you have low impact and it goes up, right? So you have impact on the top. What is that? Your X axis? I don't know. And then your, um, investment is on your other access. And so what that means is you and your top left box, we're going to call that the distraction box. Okay. These are things that are low impact, but they have high investment. So you got to put a lot of work into it, but actually doesn't have a huge impact. And so that's kind of a distraction box. And then if you keep going over you to the right, you have the entrepreneur entrepreneurial box. I can't say that well. You did that good. I can't say that word either. That's where you have high impact, high investment. So yeah, it's going to take a lot of work, but it has a high impact, which is great. And then below on the bottom left, you have your ho-hum box. This is where you have low investment and low impact. Like it doesn't take a lot to pull off, but it actually doesn't have a lot of investment either. And then the the best one is your bottom right. And it is your gold. (laughs) It is the gold bucket, the gold box where it is low investment. So it doesn't take a lot of work to put into it, but it's high impact. Like you're going to impact people in a really amazing way. And so when we have our idea box, I am always thinking about okay, is this a distraction right now? Or is this, um, you know, something that's ho-hum and kind of a waste of our time at this point, maybe down the road, it will be more impactful, but not right now. Or is this like gold? Like this is the one that we move forward with right this second. I love that in planning and thinking through strategies and ideas and, and, um, you know, kind of sifting through how, how, you know, what to start first. I think that's incredible. I mean, because for some people, they are, that is where they get stuck is, okay, where do I go? I know, I know I could do a couple of things, but I could do a couple of things in each of these areas. Which one do I, 
start first. So that's a great way to organize it, which that's what I need because I'm kind of like, let's start them all. I'm just like, <laughs> let's go. Um, which is kind of one of my last points, which moving forward and choosing one or two things to do each week really is starting. But my last kind of thing, if if you're facing adversity or just trying to figure out how do you start using your talents or dreaming big or whatever is on your heart, um, it's starting, but don't stop. Mm. And tied to that is really having one person. I wouldn't say a whole team. I would say having one person that's just your accountability. Yeah. So um, the person that's like, hey, I'm not going to let you give up. I'm not going to let you, if you hit a roadblock, you know, if you need to take a week or two, fine. But, you know, we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving forward and I'm going to keep you accountable to keep moving forward. So having that person that's like, no, we're not giving up on this. Like, I believe in you. So kind of a cheerleader, but also really playing a specific role of accountability. I love that because I think that um, it's really easy to get overwhelmed in taking big steps of faith. And then sometimes we stop before we even really get started. Like we might, yeah, sure. Do it for a couple months and we might see a little impact, but if we're committed and want to do it for the long haul, we got to stick with it. And sometimes we just need that person going, Mm-mm, not stopping today, my friend. I love that. So, Meg. yeah. So starting and then don't stop. Yep. It's so basic and simple, but literally just don't stop. If it's something that you believe in, that you're passionate about, that you were gifted talents in, use them. Like, don't let the world, the world is going to throw obstacles at you. You are going to face adversity. You are probably going to fail. That's okay also. Oh, that's so hard for me to hear. I do not want to hear that I'm going to (laughs) fail. I know, but here's the thing. If you fail in something and you go through it, you've one, learned a lesson, you know, Mm -hmm. you won't probably do that again. So that's one. But then two, along the way, if you meet somebody that's doing something similar to you, then you can speak encouragement to them and saying, Hey, listen, here's what I went through. And I messed this up like royally, like, don't try to do that. Try and do this. You can sympathize with them. You can help them. But if you hadn't gone through that failure, would you have been able to do that? No. So I think people look at failure in such a negative way. And I actually don't. We've laughed and said on other episodes too that I had to embrace. You own it. You own all of it. Yeah. I had to embrace failure early on. But I think I did early on, even as a teenager, realize, okay, if I am failing, I'm learning something here. And also it will make me, I will be able to then help somebody else. But if I don't go through it, how, how would I be able to help them? That's how we should look at anything we go through. Honestly, you know, um, walking through grief, I'm able to speak into that to other people. They come to me asking for that advice, you know, and I think that that's an important way of using the things that we've gone through through and speaking that truth into other people who are just a couple steps behind us. You know, Hmm. there's always going to be a few people, a few, there's always going to be people, a few steps behind where you are today. I think I would just tell anybody listening out there, don't, don't be afraid. Go for it. Yeah. You've got this. I mean, really, truly, I, I would, I wish I could just stand on a stage and like, Shout that to everybody. Like, I believe in you. You're amazing. Go for it. And and don't be afraid. If if you're going to fall and mess up, okay, no worries. Like, pick yourself up, learn a lesson, and then move on and look for ways that you can then be there for people that are might be going through the same thing. So I don't pe- don't let don't be afraid of that. Okay, Meg, I want to know what people's big dreams are like, what is their big calling? So if y'all are listening to this and you have 
um, just kind of a stirring. I always think of it as, you know, when you're in, let's say a group of people and your heart kind of starts racing a little bit because you have something to say, but you're like, I don't know if I should say it, but it's like jumping out of your chest. That's when you need to raise your hand and speak because you have something to say. So if you're sitting there right now listening and your heart is kind of pounding or you've got all these things racing through your head and ideas that you're like, oh, I want to do this, but I don't even know if it's like something I could do. Tell us like, yes, go, go on our website and go email us right now. Or even social media. You can pause this episode right now. I promise you, we have this episode on our grid or in our stories, go find us at the Meg's podcast on social media and comment. So send us an email on our website or go comment. We're serious. We want to, we want to be your cheerleader. We want to cheer you on in whatever you're pursuing. I Um, had a friend, I had a friend call me this morning, a sweet friend of mine, and she has this idea that she's kind of just stewing around in her head. And she said, okay, I just, I want, I just need to call you and bounce this off of you real quick. I just want to hear like, what's your initial thought? And I loved doing that with her this morning of just hearing her heart, hearing her big idea, and then being able to talk through some of the logistics of, okay, maybe you could try this. Maybe you could try that. Um, And that's what we want to be for you. You know, so if you have those ideas let us know so we can speak just truth into you um, because you've got this. And I'm going to switch gears just a little bit real quick. You know that I love that and I can't wait to hear from a, a bunch of our listeners. I'm so excited about that. But you know, I like to look at things from all different kind of angles and really get a good grasp on, you know, where where all I've been in my life where some of our listeners might be in their life too. If you are in the thick of it at home with kiddos and you're like, I can barely get out of my pajamas, let alone think about my dreams and talents. uh, I just want to say I was there too for years and years and years. And that season is okay. So I I want y'all to hear our heart behind today's episode. It's not to say that that you, you shouldn't be in that season of life because I was in that season literally four years. And it took me a while to realize I was actually living my dream. I had prayed as a teenage girl. I wanted to be a mom. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to have kids. And that was a desire of my heart. Like that was something I was passionate about. But when you're in the thick of it, you don't think of it as, oh, I'm pursuing a dream. Yeah. You see the pile of laundry and the dishes and yeah. So if you're in that phase of life, if you're in that season of life, I know it's not glamorous. I've been there. The most important thing you will ever do though. It is still to this day, because I'm still raising children. It is one of the most rewarding things that I've ever been able to to do and you are using your talents and you are dreaming big and you are creating game plans for raising small humans. Yeah. We always say that we're teaching them how to um, go from being a wild animal to a human being. Like that's our job, (laughs) you know, is taking you from the wild to being human. But I think that's really important, Meg. I stayed at home for 10 years with my kids, stay at home mom for 10 years before I jumped back in the game of what I did pre-kids. And I don't regret that at all. Yeah. I just don't want anybody out there thinking that what they're doing doesn't matter or that they're missing out on something. You're not. You are literally breathing life into future generations, the world changers, right? Yep. And there's time. Yep. You've got so much time. So I I just wanted to make that one little, you know, I love that like to look at everything from different angles. Um, But, you know, I think just going through what we went through this week, Megan, I wanted to just circle back to, you know, how are we moving forward when we face adversity or maybe when we mess something up because we're learning too, you know, how are we overcoming and still pursuing our dreams and our visions and our goals for this podcast? So just 
just preaching a little bit today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the way that um, for me, these last few days of just some discouragement, some obstacles, you know, of what we've gone through, nothing huge, um, nothing surprising, but still affecting um, just our hearts. Something that I always do is I, I love to just read my Bible. It's super encouraging to me. And there's one verse that like stood out above all the others this week. You have to share. It's in Psalm 37 and it says, um, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. And I'm kind of one of those geeks where I'm like, Oh, I wonder what that word commit actually means in the original language, because the Bible was not written in English, you know, it's, (laughs) has original languages. And so I use this, um, blue letter Bible.com is the website that I use and you can look up the original language. Okay. This is the best part. So that word commit, commit everything you do to the Lord. Do you know what it really means in original language? What was the original language? Was it Hebrew? Yes. Okay. What does it mean to roll? Okay. So re say the verse using that roll everything you do to the Lord. Like I loved that picture of just, you know what? I'm just going to like take it from me and roll it on over to you (laughs) because you're a whole lot bigger than I am. And I get super overwhelmed, but I'm just going to roll it to you and let you help me out in this. I loved that. I do too. Mm -hmm. We we're going to end on that note because, uh, it's just, that is just a good word. We're going to end on something good this week. We cannot, again, wait to hear from you guys. So make sure you comment on our social media posts and or email us. It is truly our heart to hear from you. And y'all do not forget to squeeze the good today. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about <laughs> All the things. All the things. We love it, don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's Podcast.